We are also asking you to tell us about a movie that scared you when you were a kid. Now, Shauna qualifies her by, hers by saying, I wasn't a kid. I was like 19 or 20. But The Blair Witch Project, watched it at the oh, drive-in, yeah. went home, and I lived in the country, went to bed, and I swore I could hear the piling of rocks, the sound of rocks yeah. touching each other outside my window, oh, my. which happens in the movie Outside Their Tents. Of course. So I was paralyzed with fear, didn't sleep at all that night, <laughs> took a long time to sleep with the windows open again, and I still haven't watched that movie since. Oh. The ending that of that was movie. scary. Yes, the end, the shadowy basement scene, right? Turns. Yeah. But I was going to say that I saw that movie in theater and it was terrifying for sure. But what stands out to me from it as we were leaving the theater and I was in Ottawa at the time, these girls behind us say, I can't believe their parents released that video. I mean, they're dead. And that's so disrespectful. <laughs> for their for and how like, long? Was, for like, how for, long did people think that was an actual home right. movie? But come on, man! For two and a half year hours, you sat and thought you were watching real people die. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I was disappointed in them. And the same, the same thing happened at Lion King, the new Lion King, where the animals look so real. Yeah. And someone behind me says, "How did they get the animals to do this?" <laughs> and I was like, "Do you think?" Like, I don't know. I wasn't sure she just meant stand, stand still while they dubbed over the voice. And I was like, this is computer. I didn't even let that one go. I turned around. And I was like, these are computer generated well, animals, my friend. Shattered their, their, their perception. I don't care. Oh, I was, I'm concerned when killer. I hear people say, I know, I'm a cynical, jaded person. Fake animals, fake movie. Deal with it. <laughs> so keep those texts coming on scary <laughs> movies for a chance to win tickets for Celebrations Dinner Theater at night at the Museum of Rockstars. We'll give those away just at 9.15, right after our Gab with Gabby. But right now, hey, Halloween weekend, which means you're going to see a lot of costumes. But if you're downtown, you are likely to see even more people in costume because this weekend at RBC Convention Center, it's Winnipeg Comic Con. Uh, such an awesome event. And spokesperson Jason Rockman joins us now to just to tell us how this is all going to shake out. Good morning, Jason. Hey, good morning, guys. I love your talk about Blair Witch. I have a very funny Blair Witch story to tell you one day when we're not on air. <laughs> oh, it's not. Is it not for air? Is that the issue? No, no, no. It's, it's just I got I got roped into seeing the Blair Witch Project in, in Los Angeles. Someone said, "Hey, it's a test screening of a student found film. Would you like to see it before it was released?" So I actually saw it, not knowing that it was oh. a hoax. Oh. oh, so I just literally made fun of you just now. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but it would it would have been believable. That's different. You got brought in where they said student sound were, film. I was I was part of a test, yeah, and and it was. Um, I walked out of there and I was terrified. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I bet. Then I felt like a, then I felt like a complete idiot. <laughs> no, no, no. That's different. That's different. By the by, the time it got to big release, people should have known. In your circumstance, yeah, it, you get a full pass, it, it, Jason. It w- okay, thanks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, so, let's so, let's so, talk about this weekend because I think, and I'm one of these people. I always thought Comic Con meant that it's all about comment comics and everything right, connected right. to comic books, but. I, I have learned over the years that's not the case, but if you if people don't know that, they've never been to this event before, what should they be looking for? So Comic-Con's really a celebration of pop culture in, in its entirety. You know, I mean, obviously the name Comic-Con, and, and it is quite topical, you know, 
considering we're what we're coming up to what I think our 24th Marvel Cinematic Universe movie that's coming out, you know, next week with Eternals. So it is there. There is a lot of stuff that's comic book related, but um, no, Comic Con's really just uh, it's there's really something for everyone if you're into pop culture, if you're into Star Trek, if you're into Star Wars, if you're into Game of Thrones, if you're into The Walking Dead, if you're into animation. Um, it, it's just a real, real fun atmosphere to just kind of let your your pop culture freak flag fly. I have to, before I ask this question, express my disappointment that Loren McNabb let a perfect opportunity for a pun walk right out the I door. Did? What well, was it? well, Jason was the victim of a movie con. No, no, okay, not, not feeling that one. All right, Jason, <laughs> tell us what kind of special guests have you got lined up because that's a big part of uh, any Comic Con, no matter where it yeah. takes place, is, is who's coming to see us and who you can get to meet it's uh absolutely one of the most popular parts of any event like this correct well absolutely and you, you got to figure you know look, if you're if you're someone that watched star trek the next generation you spent a lot of years watching you know the, the original run of the show and then watching reruns at night it, you know a guy like john delancey who played q who was such an important character having someone like him in Winnipeg, being able to go take a picture with him, get something signed, those are the things that people really, really enjoy at our Comic-Cons. And uh, we have John Delancey. We've got Lori Holden, who was in The Walking Dead. She just wrapped up filming season three of The Boys. Um, we've got Billy Boyd, who, of course, everybody knows from Pippin at, in Lord of the Rings. He's one of the hobbits. Um, so we've got some really, really rad guests. If you grew up loving Ren and Stimpy, or if you watched Futurama, Billy West did all the voices in those shows. He's going to be with us. Um, so it's just the opportunity to meet some of those people that a lot of people get excited about. And I see, just looking at your your bio here, Jason, you've gotten to meet some pretty cool people over the years through your music, working with the likes of Daryl McDaniels from Run DMC and Chuck yeah, D yeah. from Public Enemy, and then all the way to guys like Ozzy Osbourne. So how did that come all, all come about? Well, you know, it, it's really funny because when people said, oh, you're coming to Winnipeg for Comic-Con, I was like, yeah, is the Royal Albert still there? Because I remember mm. coming through here in the uh, in the nineties, and we'd play a couple of. You know, my, I played in a band called Slaves on Dope, and we used to play the Royal Albert on the way out to Vancouver always, and on the way back. So I remember being in Winnipeg a lot in the you know in the mid to, to late nineties before my band moved to Los Angeles, and we ended up getting signed up to Ozzy Osbourne's record label. We did Ozfest, so I've gotten to do a lot of stuff in music, and then I work in radio in Montreal. I work at uh, at a rock station, so I'm really immersed in pop culture. I'm always interviewing musicians i've been around a lot of musicians um i've you know i do a lot of press junkets where i talk to a lot of stars from film so i'm kind of immersed in that so when they wanted to talk to somebody you know have somebody represent the cons that kind of knew what was going on in pop culture i guess i was a, a good fit because i've been around that stuff so yeah i mean i have a lot of experience with with uh, with working with a lot of really really rad musicians like you know like daryl mcdaniels and 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 chuck d from public enemy we did a track a few years back so I, I guess I'm, I'm the right guy. I fit, you know. <laughs> I, I like all this stuff, and I'm kind of immersed in it. So, yeah. I'm about to take this off the rails. I apologize. So you're your rock. Please do. <laughs> you play music. You're a musician. You work at a rock station. Yeah. Is your last name actually Rockman? It, it really, it really is. It's, it's my, it's my real, Come real on. name. Like, yeah. When my, I mean, like a lot of immigrants. When my grandfather came here um, from Russia and. I guess the 1920s, whatever his name sounded like when he got off the boat, that's what they, you know, that's what they gave him. So it might have been something like Hochman or who knows, and they just said Rockman. So yeah, I guess I was destined. It's a much, it's a much sexier option than going into 
the family trucking business. That's for sure. <laughs> well, it's funny. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld always talks about when you name your kid Jeeves, you've sort of laid out his his life plan <laughs> and, and what he's yeah. going to do for a living. So here you are as a rock man. And uh, so in terms of Winnipeg and the Royal Albert, by the way, if Brett looks out the window and looks straight down 30 floors, it's right there. We get to see it every single morning when we come to work. And it's, it's certainly nice. a, a shadow of its former self and, and hasn't had any live events there in a long, long time. But in terms of popular culture, and we were talking about Phantom of the Paradise earlier, uh, Jason, mm. how it was so popular here in Winnipeg. And one of our listeners uh, reminded me that Paris, France and Winnipeg were like the two places that that movie uh, did extremely well. Does Winnipeg have a have a different feeling culturally versus uh, some of the other cities that, that you work in, uh, whether it was in the music business in the past or, or as you're putting together these Comic-Cons? Well, what I find with, with people in Winnipeg, they're really passionate about what they like. Um, last night, we went out to dinner with a lot of people that are on the ground here, on, uh, you know, that are part of our team. Because, you know, our events, we have done do our events in a lot of different areas in Canada. So we've got a, a small nucleus of a team that lives in Montreal. Some of us live in Ottawa. So we all travel to Winnipeg, and we needed people here. So we've, we've listed a lot of people on the ground here to help us out. We all went out for a team dinner last night, and I found that, you know, the people from here were super excited that there was a there was an event coming again, and b that they were a part of it. So I've always felt that you know every time I've I've come here with music, and now that I'm coming here as a rep for a con, um, there's a passion here. There's people that are really hungry for it, and I think you know we're all Canadians, right? So uh, I'm from Montreal. We we deal with winter, <laughs> and when winter comes, a lot of stuff just gets. You know, I mean, we do stuff outside, but a lot of stuff, you know, we hibernate for a while and there's not a lot of stuff going on. And sometimes you just don't even want to go outside. So I find in, in the months that there are things that are going on, and it's probably the case here in Manitoba as well, you want to go out and you want to participate and you want to be, you want to be there. So I just, just noticed that there was a, you know, a general excitement and enthusiasm for the event. Jason Rockman is a spokesperson for Winnipeg Comic Con, which is on this weekend at RBC Convention Center. Jason, thank you very much for this. This was great. Thank you, and I, re- I really, really appreciate the support. We're, we're very excited for the event. And we hope you have fun, because these Comic-Cons, Greg and Loren, like the, the last one I went to, the co- just the costumes alone. Yes. The work that people put into their costumes is insane. Like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Saw, but, you know, the little puppet guy that rides out on the oh, tricycle? Saw. Yeah, that I should have named that one as the worst, scariest ever. Oh, yeah, no, that so, one's awful. So yeah. there was a guy driving around, or driving around, he was, was riding a, a tri- <gasps> that tricycle with that mask, oh, a, so like a life-size version of it, and he's just creepily <laughs> riding around the convention center, <laughs> and everybody's taking pictures, and I just thought, I... Uh, Greg, it goes back to our pumpkin. I just do not have a creative bone in my body when it comes to that kind of stuff. Well, and when you compare it to how some people are able and willing to go all out, it's mind-blowing. We've had stormtroopers in the studio. We had, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi in the studio over the years and some of the incredible role and cosplay that takes place. Uh, My hat goes off to anybody that just immerses himself in this stuff. So if you're going to Comic-Con, have fun.